Hi, Manuel. Hi, Max. Learning is great, isn't it? It is, it is. And specifically nowadays, we actually never had better options to learn new things. I mean, yes. we have the internet, we have tutorials, we have articles, so many things to learn new topics on your yeah. own. Exactly. It's never been easier to, to pick up a new topic, to learn something. And yet at the same time, this can also be a problem. Tutorial yes. hell in which you can get stuck. Yeah. What is tutorial hell? Well, I think we have plenty of definitions for this yeah. term, so to say, but one common one is that you basically start learning something new, specifically something related to programming, actually. Yeah. I mean, you can apply this to other topics, but we'll focus Definitely. on this programming focus. And you start learning JavaScript, for example. Yeah. And then you watch the tutorial, and you watch it, and you code along, and then you have two problems. The first problem is that you are coding along, but you're not really learning because yeah. you just code along, but you don't think about the problems on your own. You don't understand what you're Indeed. learning. Yeah. And the second problem is that you, whilst learning JavaScript, find out in a course that there is also Node.js, for example, yeah. or that there are databases. And then you, or before finishing the initial learning process, you already think about other things you should learn. And then you are kind of stuck in tutorial hell because yeah. you keep watching tutorials and keep learning, but you don't apply yeah. what you learned. You exactly, yeah. You you keep on learning and and then learning is the goal, but you you maybe forget what your original goal was to to use what you learned yeah. and not to keep on learning. But it can be hard to get out of tutorial hell because as you mentioned there are so many things you can learn. So you might always feel like you have to continue learning because you're not good enough and because with what you learned thus far, you would not be able to solve a problem in the best way or to build what you want to build in the best possible way. Um, and in addition, I, as you said, it's, it's this problem that you, you fall along in a course and you feel like, yeah, I got yeah. this down, I understand this. And then once you have to get started on your own project, once you have that blank state in front of you, you sit there and you're like, wow, I, yeah. I don't know how I should start. How exactly do I do that? It looked so easy in the course, but now I'm stuck. And that's exactly what we want to talk about today. And, yeah. and I think it's also worth mentioning, of course, that we create online courses. So of course, you could think tutorial hell is, is perfect for us, right? Yeah. Because we want people to get stuck. We earn money if people take our courses. But that's actually not why we started creating no, courses, no. right? We wanted to transfer knowledge or to help people yeah. learn new things. And I think it's more satisfying, to be honest, if students tell you that they really learned something and got a job. 100%. Instead of having students maybe that bought five courses, which is nice, but if you see that these people are just buying courses, maybe not even starting the courses, because just by buying the courses, they feel like, oh, I did something already. Yeah. That's not really something that motivates us, to be honest, because you want to no. help people to start a new job, to start a new hobby, whatever. But by just buying courses or watching courses, that's not the way how you learn new things. It's what it is. So yeah. we'll have to have a closer look at some problems with tutorials as a first step. Yeah. And then we'll dive into ways how to escape this hell, as you said, because that's our goal of this podcast yeah. episode. Yeah. We want to help people that are stuck in this hell. Yeah. So let's maybe quickly have a look at the problems coming with tutorials in addition to this tutorial hell or yeah. maybe problems also emphasizing this 
tutorial help problem. Because when watching a tutorial or when preparing a course, we have to think about the project before creating the course, so to say. So you have to find a project that is interesting, but at the same time that also incorporates many aspects of a language yeah. of technology. So a course in the end is a step-by-step -step guide and it's intended to be that. Yeah. But when just having the step-by-step -step logic in your mind and then starting a project on your own, you will find out that a project typically is not a step-by-step -step project. Problems come depending on the project. So whilst understanding the basics in the step-by-step -step guide is great, you have to start as soon as possible to work on these own projects because the step-by-step -step logic will not help you. Yeah. That's one of the problems I at least see with tutorials. Exactly. And just to make this really clear, of course, when you build something, if you're working on your own project, you will also do that step-by-step. -step. But what you meant is that in a course, which is about a specific topic, we teach that topic step-by-step -step and we build some demo projects. But those demo projects, of course, are, are simplified and are tailored such that they allow us to introduce certain yeah. topics, to yeah. focus on certain topics, because that's the yeah. idea yeah. behind such a course. We don't have a course that builds one project and has that project as the main goal, but instead the main goal of a course is to teach a certain topic. Mm -hmm. And then we have projects that help us teach those topics or that topic. And that's really important. And it's also worth mentioning that if you're working on a real project, no matter how complex it may be, it'll not be about just one topic. I mean, if you're taking a CSS course, that's nice. It's about CSS. But if you're then building a real website, for example, you don't just need CSS. Yeah. You also need HTML and JavaScript and maybe a backend and a database and so on. But that's not what you got from this one course. Now, of course, you can take multiple courses. But then again, combining these different pieces, that is what you have to do. And that is, of course, what can be challenging. Yeah. Of course, there also are some courses and we also have some courses where we do combine different things like our Mern course where we yeah. build full stack apps with React and MongoDB and so on. But these are special courses which you don't necessarily yeah. take. And even if you do, even those courses alone won't get you there because that's yeah. not the only problem with tutorial hell and with building yeah. things on your own. So applying the knowledge is tricky, but there's also another problem that we see specifically when it comes to learning programming. It's the overall complexity of technology nowadays and the fact that whilst learning one thing, you always find out something else you could learn, something a bit more advanced. Like I mentioned, this JavaScript Node.js example, you then explore databases, you then explore maybe mobile apps, whatever, because yeah. you think, oh, I should also know how to create a mobile app. And this brings you even further away from really applying the knowledge yeah. because you keep learning, you keep watching tutorials, reading articles, reading on Stack Overflow and so on. So you never come to this point where you say, okay, I got the basics now I need. Yeah. Let me try this out. And if I find something I have to know, I'll find it out at the point in time when it's required in my project, yeah. in my application. And, and that's a very good point. So this is we'll talk about how to how we think that you could get out of tutorial hell but i think this is one part that you you have to get to that point where you encounter problems and you then look for a solution instead of trying to get all the solutions before yeah. even getting started building stuff on your own um 
Because as you mentioned, there are so many technologies, there's so much to learn. And, and it's not just those different technologies, even if you just focus on React or any framework or technology, whatever, you can get started with it, you can get more advanced with yeah. it, you can learn best practices and patterns and so on and so on. And yes, this is all important for, for different reasons, but it's not necessarily important when you're learning something. Yeah. It's not important there. It's important that you get a foundation and that you then apply what you yeah. learn. And you will always read, uh, read a lot of strong opinions on the internet, on Reddit or X or wherever, where people tell you how wrong it is to do something in a certain way or that you must use certain best practices. And yeah, best practices are called best practices for a reason, but it can also be extremely overwhelming and counterproductive if you just think about getting everything yeah. right, right from the start, because you won't. Yeah. Nobody will that do that when you're getting started. Even if you are a bit more advanced, even then, you will always learn new stuff. And when you learn new stuff, you will do it wrong initially or yeah. not in the best possible way. But the thing is, you will do it. And that's the important thing. That's we'll come to that. Yeah. But if you always think about, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, I have to do this, this I have to do this in a better way, you keep thinking and thinking without doing anything. And yeah. that's actually, as you said, a big thing. You will do things incorrectly, you will make mistakes, but you will learn by doing these mistakes and by just searching for the perfect solution, by the perfect approach, you will never achieve anything in the end. Yeah. Because learning things or watching things, reading things is not knowing something. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, your goal should not be to learn everything in the best possible way before yeah. you get started. Um, instead, the goal should be to get started and only learn as much as yeah. you need to do what you want to do or what your next yeah. goal is. And that that's maybe the part where we could like yeah. uh, look into ways of getting out of indeed, tutorial indeed, hell. Indeed, because now we see the problem yeah. and now we, of course, also thought about a solution, actually, because yeah. that's the core idea of this podcast. And this, this will now be kind of a discussion, I guess, because we'll see how we both think about that. I would say for me, one way to escape this hell is, as always, the beginning of this whole learning process. If you, for example, say that you want to learn Python, that's a nice goal. But in my opinion, this won't lead to anything because then you will just get started with a course or Google something. But you don't have a specific goal in yeah. mind because learning a language is not a goal. A yeah. goal would be, I want to build a nice little game in Python, yeah. some kind of whatever application in Python. Think about anything. And then think about the basic knowledge you might need to start this project, not yeah. to finish it. It's just about getting started. And then you have the foundation and then you can, for example, take a course where you learn the basics about programming, about Python maybe. Yeah. And once you have the feeling that, okay, I got now some tools at hand, then you should start as soon as possible to try to apply this knowledge and to try to build the first steps, the first parts of your app. Yeah. But when I say this, something comes to my mind, which I think you will agree on, because this part of getting started isn't the process of, okay, I have to start with one little thing, because I think typically people see the big picture and are a bit overwhelmed about all the things they have to know to build this application, and then they will be frustrated because yeah. they think, I can't do that. I guess you have an opinion on that, as, as I said. Yeah. yeah, I guess we're back to this. I'm sitting in front of this blank space. Yeah. I decided I want to build like a tic-tac-toe game yeah. with in, with HTML and JavaScript, or I want to play, build some game with Python. Doesn't really matter. And then I'm sitting there uh, <laughs> on my PC 
on my laptop and I don't know how to start. Yeah. Now, of course, you're taking some course or you're reading some tutorials and there you learn a lot, but then once you're back to doing it on your own, you don't know how to start. Yeah. And I think the trick here, at least what works for me, is to not try to build it all in one step because that's not how you build software anyways, but instead start simple. If you wanna build, let's say you wanna build that tic-tac-toe game in the browser with HTML mm -hmm. and JavaScript, whatever. Well then, start with writing some HTML code that draws the game board. Mm -hmm. You don't need the logic yet. You don't need any styling yet. Just write some HTML code. Yeah. It can be super ugly. Maybe it's just a, a grid, so a couple of divs nested into each other, and you then have that basic um, board, but you won't see it without CSS. So the next step is to add some CSS to make sure that you got some borders, that you got an actual grid there, and so on. And along the way, you will encounter a couple of challenges. Maybe not big ones, maybe big ones, depending on your knowledge. But that's great. That's exactly what it's all about. You then need solutions for yeah. these challenges. And you either might have learned solutions uh, in, in a course or in a, in a tutorial, or you have to search for them. Yeah. If you have like a couple of divs and you want to organize them in a grid, you can search for HTML, CSS, grid, and you will find solutions. And that is how you can then get started and start building stuff. And as you'll do that, you'll see progress and it'll get easier and easier because you don't have that one big project, but multiple super small milestones. I think that's yeah, one way that can work for getting started. Yeah. Is there actually one specific, uh, let's call it, source of information you recommend? So you, not only video courses, obviously, but do you recommend to get started with maybe blog posts, books, articles, tutorials, YouTube videos, for example, not paid courses? Is there any kind of blueprint? Obviously not, I guess, but, but do you think there is some kind of, or let's say, in other words, let's say you take a tutorial, a video course, whatever. How can students find the right point in time where, you, where they say it's enough? Because as I mentioned, with, to get started with Python, I could say I need the basics to build my game, as you also mentioned, but it's hard to find that point where you say, okay, I got enough. Now I want to try this on my own. Is there any kind of thing you have in mind based on your experience where you say, Typically, if you understood, I don't know, if you have the feeling you can write some code on your own, then you're ready or is there hard yeah, to say? So, yes. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I think video courses are great if you're starting with a topic where you know very little about. Because mm -hmm. the great thing about a video course is that you got a clear structure, that you got someone who's guiding you through mm -hmm. a technology, that you see it in action, and that this structure is yeah. super helpful, at, le at least to me. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, if you if you watched like your first video course, if you took our HTML bootcamp course, our web development bootcamp mm -hmm. course, which is a huge course, yeah. but let's say you you just went through the first couple of hours, and I'll get back to when to leave a course yeah. in a second. But yeah. let's say you watched it for a couple of hours. Well, if you then decide, okay, now I want to build that tic-tac-toe game. Mm -hmm. I learned something about HTML, something about CSS, and a bit about JavaScript. I want to build that game. Um, you leave the course, and you start building, and then you encounter problems. Mm -hmm. Now, you won't find the answers to your problems, very likely at yeah. least, not in that course. Because in that yeah. course, it's likely there won't be a tic-tac-toe game. Maybe there is, but chances are there isn't. There probably isn't the exact solution you need. 
there might not be a project where some grid is being drawn onto the screen, mm -hmm. for example. So the course won't help you there. It gives you the general knowledge, the foundation, but it will not give you specific solutions for specific problems. What I prefer there is good old Go Google, or nowadays also ChatGPT. Yeah. Um, write down your problem, ask ChatGPT, and or Google it and read Stack Overflow posts and blog posts you yeah. might find. And then piece together those different pieces of information and apply them to your problem. Mm -hmm. One note about ChatGPT, it's of course a great help and you should use it. What I would not recommend doing when learning something is asking, copy and pasting <laughs> and continuing. Yeah. Because you might have a working solution, but you, but you didn't understand it. Yeah. And that will be a problem if you then face more complex problems where ChatGPT does maybe not give you the best solution right away. Because if you don't understand at all what you're copy and pasting, that, that's not learning. That's just hacking something together, which sometimes can be right if you are under time pressure, if you don't want to learn something, but you just want the result. But if you want to learn something, I would recommend understanding what you're Uh, using and, and not just copy and pasting. And I guess regarding the point when to leave the course, I think the web dev example is a great one for beginners mm. specifically, because I guess the course gives you the foundation, the entry point into this web development world. Yeah. So it tells you the basics about what is a website, what does the browser do, what is HTML, what is CSS, yeah. how can my thoughts or my notes be transferred into a website, how can, the, can I bring this to the screen in the browser? So these are the basics the course can teach you very well structured and quickly actually. Yeah. And you can always come back to the course, I guess, if you want to explore something yeah, in more detail. But as you said, it's not required at the beginning. You have to get the solid foundation, the, as I mentioned, the entry point into this world and then start building projects, Googling things, checking Stack Overflow, ChatGPT, whatever. And with that, you should be at a point quite soon, quite fast, depending on your uh, knowledge level and so on, where you build that first project And this brings us actually to the next step when it comes to this escaping tutorial hell stuff. Once you finish building your first project, you probably faced lots of different problems. And that's actually, we have some list here obviously, another point we want to talk about, right? Yeah. So how can you then take the knowledge gained in your first project, so the problems you saw, to further grow as a developer? Maybe? Yeah. Um, just one note before, mm -hmm. before I get there regarding leaving a course. Um, as you said, we, we have this web dev bootcamp and it's just a great example because yeah. it's a huge course. It's this 100 days uh, course where you can yeah. learn all the fundamentals you need as a web developer in 100 days. And therefore it's a huge course with many hours. Uh, it has over 70 hours, I think. Um, it's a really huge course and you can take it um, with that 100 days of code challenge and it's structured such that you can yeah. finish it in 100 days easily. But you should always stay flexible in your mind yeah. and, and, and feel free to, to leave a course at some point and come back to it later. Yeah. But we can only encourage students to not just take the courses and not just follow along with the course examples, which of course you should do, but also take a step back and apply your knowledge to your own projects. Yeah. Even if that means that you don't have all the knowledge yet, but... That's now the point you meant. When you build something, you'll encounter problems, you'll find solutions mm -hmm. with help of Google, ChatGPT, and so on. And you'll, of course, then also see what you should learn next. Because yeah. you now know, okay, 
I had a lot of problems with getting that thing to work with JavaScript. In that tic-tac-toe game, I, I had a lot of problems yeah. with writing the JavaScript logic that switches players and, and places the, the, the axes and the O's yeah. on, the, on the game board. And therefore, I should probably dive deeper into JavaScript and mm -hmm. how to manipulate a website with JavaScript next. And that's just one example. And that's how you can then also go back to courses or tutorials and have a plan on what you want to learn next. And that's a very good point, I think, because this also is the difference between just following tutorials and finding out about this advanced topic and that advanced topic without any background. Yeah. But if you have the problem in your project and see, okay, I have to dive deeper into JavaScript, into databases, you see the reason why a specific technology exists because it solves a problem you faced. Yeah. But if you just keep adding technologies yeah, and technologies, absolutely. you never have the real world experience to understand why these exist. In theory, you understand it based on the course, based on the blog post, whatever. Yeah. But that's actually the important thing about own projects and about analyzing projects yeah. you build because you then naturally dive deeper into this programming world. Yeah. And this is also something a course can teach you. Once again, a course can then teach you the advanced technology, of course, yeah. and get you started with this technology. That's the good thing again, yeah. in my opinion. That, that, that's absolutely right. Um, there is a high danger of totally over-engineering something or trying to over-engineer yeah. something. If you just listen to all the different experts and influencers on, on X and YouTube and wherever. Yeah. And if you just listen or take courses and, yeah. and pick up what you learn there, because of course, all these different technologies and frameworks and languages and things exist for a good reason to solve certain problems. But you might not have those problems in yeah. your project. <laughs> um, take something like Docker, for example, super useful tool um, for creating basically encapsulated environments in which your code runs, which can simplify the process of deployment or shared development. But it's an advanced technology. It will matter a lot if you're working on bigger projects or in bigger companies, in, in teams with many developers, if you have like a, a highly dynamic deployment process, but it does not matter if you're building your own first basic website, or even if it's a bit of a more advanced website, you don't necessarily need all these technologies. You don't need a database that's automatically replicated to 10 different locations all over the world that might be nice to have and it might be important for certain companies or depending on the size you achieved and the scale of your application, but it's not important if you're getting started. And I guess it's the impression in the internet nowadays that every developer has to be full stack, has to know everything by heart. I think that's yeah. not the truth in my opinion. Of course, there are experts who know not everything, but a lot. But yeah. you can also be an expert in your specific field, in your area. Yeah, so of course. I don't think it, it's the, I don't think it motivates people if they only see the people that claim at least to, to know everything, because this yeah. is mostly not true, I guess. Absolutely not. And secondly, how can you ever become an expert if you only look at these experts and say, okay, this is so far away from my yeah. skill level, I can never do that. You won't get even started in the end because yeah. you say this is, the, the, the mountain I have to climb is so high, forget it. And that's not a good thing to, to have in mind when learning new things. So you should actually, in our opinion at least, follow this goal setting logic, and then apply the things you just talked about to then continuously, continuously grow and evolve. That's yeah. the, the more important thing. And actually it doesn't stop there, right? It's a 
repetition process or a repeating process actually. Yeah. So you build your first project, you sort of problems, you face these, you analyze the projects. Then you can either refactor your initial project or start a new one, a maybe yeah. more advanced one. And so dive deeper into this whole topic that you want to explore. Yeah. I think that's the next important step or the maybe last, you could say, of this whole uh, escaping yeah. tutorial whole topic. So you had the first basic Python game. So would you then build a completely different project that covers, like I said, other topics like databases? Or is there a way how you would naturally dive deeper into a programming language? Is there anything you have in mind when it comes to this? Hmm. Yeah, so I think, um, as you said, it's important. Lifelong learning is less is a big term, but it, of course there is always something new to learn. And as you said, by the way, of course, Nobody knows everything, no matter how long you've been working as a developer, there's always new technologies you can learn. There will always be a lot of languages, uh, programming languages, a lot of technologies you don't know and you don't want to know because you don't need them. Um, so that's really important. And I guess you can start playing soccer without um, having the skill set or even with knowing that you'll never have the skill set of Cristiano Ronaldo, for example. So, yeah. but yeah. That's just an extreme example. Most people are not Cristiano Ronaldo and still successful. So that's all great. But when it comes to your main question, how to continue mm -hmm. and how to pick projects, I'd say try building stuff that's either useful to you. So for example, my dad, it's a true story, um, used to work as a programmer mm -hmm. years ago. So like yeah. dozens of years ago. And then, <laughs> yeah, he, he then became a project manager, but now he's mm -hmm. retired and he now needed a, a, a simple script, a Python yeah. script uh, that would basically, that they have a pool in their garden mm -hmm. that would basically turn on the, the pump there every couple of hours to, so to keep the, the water circulating yeah. so that it doesn't uh, freeze if it's super cold mm -hmm. as it's been the last days. And, uh, and so he had a project where he needed that basic script that would basically open a, a website by their, the provider who, who well, and a website where he can administer that pump mm -hmm. and, and then turn it on and off mm -hmm. every couple of minutes. And, and he had that goal and he then learned just what he needed to write that script. Obviously, because my dad now is not interested <laughs> in getting an expert in Python anymore. He just wanted to solve the problem. But that's one yeah, that's cool. thing that you that's have cool. like a specific problem you want to solve and you then set that as, as your goal. Or maybe you don't have a specific application or website you need, but maybe you have a certain goal where what you want to use that yeah. technology for. Do you want to work as a freelancer? Do you want to get employed and get a job there? And then you can simply start building a portfolio for that, a portfolio of dummy projects, which you want to show off. And you can gradually get more complex regarding yeah. those portfolio projects. Start with your CV website, build something like that tic-tac-toe game, maybe build a to-do list management app yeah. next, or build a very simple e-commerce website. Not, not super complex, but a basic one with products, a shopping cart, and a dummy checkout flow. Yeah. And that's also important, I think. Regarding the projects you pick, you should also Th not become too complex regarding the features they, they should include. It's it's okay to build an online shop which only works partially. Focus on the parts you want to practice yeah. next. That's one recommendation. Uh, that's great. And I think the example of your dad is also great because it shows you that the problem doesn't have to be extremely complex, yeah, right? It absolutely. can be real-world, relatively simple problems, but the 
the solving of this problem or solving this problem can be a bit complex. So that's a cool thing, I guess. Yeah. So we shouldn't overthink things, I guess, yeah. here once again. Think about simple problems, simple, simple things you want to build. And as you said, this portfolio page, this simple e-commerce shop, these are, of course, not new concepts. No, these are pretty well known, but these are pretty well known because they work, in my opinion. Yeah. These are things, if you create these, you learn. And that's the core thing behind these projects, right? Yeah. So I guess these are our main takes, though, on this whole tutorial hell thing. Yeah, Is there I, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I, I got I got one more thing that that's what I briefly mentioned regarding what, what's your ultimate goal? Are mm -hmm. you learning it for as a hobby? Well, in that case, great. You can build lots of hobby projects because that's why you started it, right? Yeah. Or build utility applications yeah. that you can use in your day-to-day -day life or your own personal mobile app that yeah. solves a specific problem. But if your goal is to get a job or to work as a freelancer, you, of course, have to make that jump at some point. And don't postpone that to learn mm. just a, another technology, yeah, just a point. bit more. Instead, no, get that foundation that you need that's listed in the job description, mm. for example. And by the way, you never need to meet all the requirements that are listed there. Just try to meet the, the majority, <laughs> I'd say, and, and, and you need the foundation and then apply for the job. It's the same thing uh, when working as a freelancer. I started off as a freelancer and it can be super scary to like get your first clients mm. and to uh, being afraid that they may, might have demands you can't meet, that they need something you don't have the knowledge for. But guess what? You'll find a solution. You'll get it done. And that is how you learn the most because Ultimately, if you never make that jump, you'll be stuck in that tutorial hell forever. And you need to get out of there. You need to step out of your comfort zone, I guess, and then also tackle your ultimate goals. Yeah. And with all that in mind, you should still enjoy the learning process. Well, absolutely. It's not always pure pleasure. That's obvious. It can be hard, but in the end, you should enjoy this. You should keep in mind, as you said, you don't have to know everything by heart especially not at the beginning, but also if you're more experienced, you don't know everything by heart, I right? Know. You also look up things. That's not something... Of course, all the time. That's not something bad. That's pretty normal because why would you remember all these things? You don't have to, but you have to understand the concepts behind it. Yeah. You have to know what you need at a certain point in time in your project. So I guess that's also important because if it's only a, I have to do this, this and that, this isn't fun. And if you don't enjoy what you do, you won't become good at it, at least Absolutely. in my opinion. So I don't think this works. Ultimately, as a developer, you must be able to find solutions for problems. Yeah. Because you'll f you'll face problems all the time. And as you said, and that's a very good point, you'll not know those solutions by heart because all these problems are different. Uh, I, got, I got years of experience, dozens of years of experience by now. And still, there's always some problem which I haven't encountered before, where I don't know the solution by heart, where I have to try things out, where I have to do some research and apply all the knowledge I got to find and form a solution. And that's ultimately what it means to be a developer. And that's the point. Experience makes you seeing the problem and knowing the solution and finding a solution fast. Yeah. That's the thing. You know what you want to achieve and you find the way how to achieve it. Yeah. As a beginner, you see the problem or maybe you don't even see the problem. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. problem. You see one problem, but not the real one. Yeah. And then you are stuck. And that's basically what you have to avoid. And this can hopefully be done with the things we discussed now in this episode of our podcast. Is there anything else you want to add now? No, I think it's exactly about that. 
becoming a problem solver. And you do that by gathering experience, by building stuff, um, and by stepping out of your comfort zone. And of course, also by buying our courses. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. No, I mean, that's, that's a fair point. Of course, courses are a vital part, right? Yeah. Tutorials are, uh, and they give you this structured learning experience. We do create them for a reason, yeah. but it's all, as always in life, it's the combination of yeah. things. It's never the extreme. It's a package in the end, right? Yeah. So you have to have different things to achieve what you want to achieve. But with that, I think we are done. So yeah, thanks for listening to us. Yeah, thank you. And mm -hmm. feel free to share your thoughts on tutorial hell, uh, how you think you can get out of there, what it means for you. We're super interested in hearing about that. Indeed. So thank then you. see or hear you in the, oh, hear us yeah. <laughs> in the next episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bye. Bye.